Hello everyone, welcome to the episodic discussion, this time on the Nintendo GameCube. I'm Martin, but I'm always known as uh, PsychoRen or something, you know. And uh, I'm gonna have people introduce themselves. So, Kama, what's up? Yo, what's up, Martin? Hey. Hades, how are you doing? I'm doing alright, thanks for asking. Sweet. Livy? What the yes. fuck was that? <laughs> oh my god! It's John Cena! <laughs> da, da, da. It's the GameCube! Alright, and uh, last, but uh, yeah, probably least. Uh, hello, Renegade. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> so, anyone else have anything to say before we start here? You know what? You know what? I have something to say. Is someone going through a table right now? I think I think most of us are going through tables right now. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement. It's great. I agree Fuck with that statement. <laughs> what a Oh hi, Renegade. Oh yeah, all right. Fuck you too. It's it's been a while since I came back. Yeah, I know, bullet fucker. Now, can All we right, start ladies, the calm first down. Question? Let's begin. <laughs> ladies, calm down. Let's begin. All, All right. right. I'm going to start here. So let's start this by... Uh, let's effectively break the ice and explain our first time experience with the purple lunchbox known as the Nintendo GameCube. All right. It's really a purple lunchbox. That's all you need it to is. know. Okay, okay. Listen here, you little shit. I have the lunchbox, but it's black. Same oh, well, here. There you go. I have the black one. Silver, bitch. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Drill beats up. Oh my god. Da, 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 da. Anyways, let's, anyways let's, let's carry on here. So, anyone want to start explaining on how they first noticed the GameCube and, you know, their first, you know, memories with that shit and whatnot? I, oh, I thought you were going to say the first time we fucked the GameCube, Martin. <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep this PG, shall we, Kelmo? All right. Let's see here. Uh, uh, huh. All right, so I'll go first. Um, my experience with the GameCube. All right, so I didn't own the GameCube. My brother owned one, uh, but I managed to play some solid games on there. I really enjoyed it. I played it like late in the game because I had a PS2 back then. Obviously, the PS2 had a lot of good like first-party, third-party games, but the GameCube was not bad itself. I remember playing a lot of Smash, getting into that. Uh, I found myself actually addicted to that game at one point, so it was pretty entertaining to play with my family and friends. Uh, so that's my first experience with the GameCube back then. I think I really started getting into it more when the Resident Evil games came out and I played like Remake and Resident Evil Zero and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't own one until like way later when I rebought the GameCube for like 30 bucks. Uh, so I have my silver lunchbox sitting right in front of me and I really appreciate like the amount of quality and effort that went into this console over some other consoles that Nintendo has made. I do consider the GameCube to be superior in some ways to the Wii. Uh, so I really enjoyed it for what it was. So anyone else want to take the next one for this? What? What, Game for Cube? experiences? Yeah, experiences. Yeah, yeah, how you first noticed it, you know? 
TV, too many TV ads, and apparently when it was down to a hundred bucks, my family bought me one for Christmas. Oh, that's sweet. And yeah, I had a lot of fun with the GameCube. Unfortunately, I'm the different thing with Ren. I didn't own a PS2 till later, but I had the GameCube. <clears throat> Better system. Uh, I I think I'm the most boring one. Uh, I got it when um, I got it like way later, like after it was relevant, and uh, yeah, I, I bought it for like fifty bucks. Well, it could uh, be at, worse. At you could have an original Xbox and uh, deal with the games on there. Even though it wasn't bad, I still think that the GameCube and PS2 had a better library, in my opinion. No, Renegade. It could have been worse. You could have owned a Xbox One. Oh, good lord, I can jump out the fucking window now, then. <laughs> yeah. Alright, that's what I'm saying. I bought my GameCube at, like, a pawn shop, basically. 50 bucks. Was like, yeah, that was it. That's the same thing I did with my PS2. <laughs> yes. You, you bought up a pawn shop, 50 bucks, and it came with uh, a 007 game. Was, Mine didn't. Oh. My experience was a little bit different since I had a GameCube and a PS2. So while I had a lot of PS2 games, I mostly bought what I couldn't get on the PS2 on the GameCube, like the Sonic games or the re the Resident Evil remakes or Legend of Zelda, stuff like that. But it was a really good console and probably one of the best Nintendo consoles that ever existed, in my opinion. Um, I even got, like, the Game Boy Advance adapter, so that way I could play Game Boy Advance games, because there were a lot I wanted to play on there as well. Sweet. Hades, you got anything? Um, my first experience with the GameCube, I think I got it for my birthday at some point, and I remember the first game I ever played on it was a game called I Ninja, and I didn't have a memory card, so I had to just beat it in one sitting, which I did. <laughs> nice. And I, it also came with that uh, Legend of Zelda 4-pack, which I played a lot of Majora's Mask off of that for some reason. I don't know why I didn't play any of the other ones, but I really did like Majora's Mask for some reason. Oh, the, like, oh, the collector's pack. Yeah, that came oh. with like the first two, plus Ocarina and Majora's Mask, and I think it had a demo for Wind Waker on it. Oh, I actually got lucky about that, because I found that in GameStop one day for 60 bucks, and I just bought it on, on a whim just because I knew I'd never find it again. Actually, I'm fucking dumb, because now that you reminded me of the 4-pack, I actually had a friend who had a GameCube cube, like way back before I even got it, and when we were around his place, he did play the Zelda 4-pack a lot, so he's played that. You know what's funny? That 4-pack that was the first time I ever played Majora's Mask, and mm -hmm. I Same. actually really liked oh, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was actually a way to get it for free, because I think they gave it out as a pre-order for Wind Waker, so people just pre-ordered it and then just cancelled it immediately. <laughs> welcome, welcome. At, at least here in at least here in America. Welcome, Gilby. Well, yo. Yes. Yes, Bring this is Gilby. He, he's here. <laughs> yeah, late introductions, but I'm finally here. Yes. Alright. I think uh Drillbit, uh, do you have anything to add on this since you're here? What was the topic so far? How did you discover the GameCube? I honestly just saw an ad in the paper that ju that said they were going for like 30 bucks at GameStop, so I just grabbed one with a couple games. Alright, sweet. Like... Remi reminds me of Levy. <laughs> but yeah, 
I think I grabbed like Resident. I think I just grabbed games like Resident Evil Four and Twilight Princess because I didn't own a Wii. Sweet. All right. That was everyone, right? Believe so. All right, sweet. Let's move on here. All right. What's your favorite GameCube exclusives? Uh, They can be multiple choice. Uh, Only exclusives count. Uh, when it was launched uh, with the GameCube, not today. So if yeah. it's launched with the GameCube, yeah. Yeah, it oh, has like... to be like back then. If it's multiplayer now, then obviously you can still say it's, you know, exclusive. Yeah, I mean, that's a little uh, tough. Mine's is quick. Resident Evil Remake was great. And Resident Evil Zero, I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to count four because when it was ported, it was all over the place. Uh, so yeah, you can get that anywhere, but back then those games were exclusive for a long time uh, And I yes. really enjoyed everything that remake had to offer in terms of reinventing the wheel for Making everything completely like new while the game played exactly to the T with the original format uh, So I really enjoyed it for what it was Yeah, for what it, yeah for Nintendo owners who kind of got a little shafted out in N64, there was a lot of Resident Evil love in the GameCube era. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think that was honestly a big step up for them in terms of having a big time exclusive like that for a series. Like I think all N64 had was the RE2 port, but they had to like cut, make a lot of sacrifices to get it on there. Mm. They did. My favorite ones was uh, Super Mario Sunshine uh, remake as well. Or never or remake. Never played Sunshine, but I always wanted to for some reason. It is Must... great. Hmm. It was great until Galaxy took over. Oh yeah. It's... Oh yeah. I think Galaxy's better. I I firmly agree with that. Yeah. It's in great, terms... but some of the shines are a bitch to get. Some <laughs> in terms of the 3D in terms of the 3D Mario's, I'd probably say like it's. Obviously, Galaxy is the best one, and then there's 64, and then Sunshine. Yeah, Not a bad yeah. game. But... I, I disagree about that because I kind of like Sunshine a lot more than Galaxy. Hell, for what it is. Dim's fighting words. We'll discuss that more later, but uh, the last one, I don't know if it really counts as exclusive, but Twilight Princess specifically for the GameCube. Not uh, I, I mean... It la- it launched it launched for the Wii. Well, I think the Wii version launched first, and then the GameCube version came out a yeah, month later. I, I honestly prefer the GameCube version for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Why. Yeah, yeah. I preferred it because having a mirrored on Wii kind of threw me off. Isn't that the game with yeah. like Wolf Link? Yes, I remember yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, I remember that game. <laughs> a lot of people was... were saying it was great, but. A lot of people were also like kind of nitpicking because it had this dark atmosphere that a lot of people weren't used to. Um, yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I liked it for what it was. I thought it was a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of split people because honestly, it was just made to appease the people that thought that uh, Wind Waker was too kitty. Kitty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too kitty, but had the best final boss end ever. <laughs> it was it was mainly the art style people hated the, the people hated when it was first revealed for Wind Waker. Well, pe- well, all the cell shaded games. Look at Dragon Ball Z. That cell shaded, but people love that. Yeah, I think uh, 
cell shading it really holds up like today in terms of graphics because like it remains timeless in terms of an art style so uh, i thought when i first saw wind waker it really held up and it still holds up today in terms of looking yeah. at it yeah like, i agree even, with that even with the hd remake they didn't really do much with it aside from like touching up the brightness a bit and mm -hmm. touching up the graphics and it still looks really good uh, even in 1080p i have differences with that one <laughs> Which I'll explain later. All right. All right. So, if we're talking about like uh, multi-console type games that first showed up on the GameCube, does that mean like we couldn't count like the Sonic Adventure games for those of us who didn't have a Dreamcast? Uh, I wouldn't because I think it was on the Dreamcast first. Yeah, it came out it, like six or eight months before. Yeah, I would. I would say the one that would count is like Tales of Symphonia because that was the GameCube first. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I and, know I'm gonna bring up Eternal Darkness, which is everybody's favorite exclusive. But oh, of course. In, in I'm surprised. In terms of dormant franchises, I don't understand why Nintendo hasn't brought it back yet. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else have anything? Uh, my uh, my exclusives. Sure. Uh, go ahead. I think we all have them. Yeah, I, I, I really prefer to Tales of Symphonia, Mario Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion, even though some people don't really care for that one that much. I like that one a lot, too. I like uh, both, Luigi's Mansion. Both Pikmin games that came out, Mario Kart, Double Dash, the best Mario Kart. <laughs> Undisputed. Love Mario uh, Kart, Double Dash, too. Uh, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. And Wind Waker... Yeah, I like both versions, actually. Even though the quote-unquote harder version is the GameCube version. Quote-unquote. Oh, it is? Um, whenever they re-released Wind Waker for the Wii U, they added in a fast sail, which makes it easier, like more faster to sail across the sea. They, they, oh, yeah. they changed the... Triforce shards. Instead of you having to find all of them, you only had to find three on in the ocean. The rest were like found in different places. Yep. So uh, yeah, yeah, they made it easier for the HD version. Oh yeah, I remember like in the GameCube version of Wind Waker, you had to do all this shit for Tingle and everything just to get <laughs> the Triforce maps. Nope. For what? For what it is, they did cut down on the tedium. Kalu, you fag. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Tingle's words. Any favorite exclusives here? What about you, Mr. Hades? Um, some of mine already got touched on with Eternal Darkness and Double Dash, but uh, there's also the Beautiful Joe series, which is GameCube exclusive, I believe. Oh, it yeah, was, I forgot about that. It was. It really, it the, was. First, the first one was launched on GameCube first, and then the second one, they made it multi-plat. <laughs> and then the uh, Red Hot Rumble. The, yeah, which was based more off the anime. The one thing that really pisses me off is that we never got Beautiful Joe 3 when there was supposed to be one. Because Clover Studio probably... It was because Clover Studio shut down. Yeah, and mainly because of Okami's poor sales. Yeah, that really sucks. That really sucks. Jesus, that Okami really sucks. was awesome. Even though we got but, in HD. Okami, after Okami another... was the... Okami was the best Zelda-like game we've ever gotten that wasn't from Nintendo. Yeah, Okami, also. Okami, God Hand, and uh, what else? Uh, Beautiful Joe. Those were great. 
Yep. Yeah. All by Clover Studio. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what else did they make? I'm underrated superstars of the game industry there. But there's also, um, I believe the series was GameCube exclusive, but the Star Wars Rogue Squadron series, which is also really, really awesome. Yeah. yeah both Rogue fighter Squadron. pilot battles. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, Rogue Squadron was a Nintendo series. Oh, I entirely yeah. forgot about that. I, I played too. a lot of three, I believe, Rebel Strike. That's I, when they like started introducing on the ground missions and stuff. Still the pretty funny good, thing, though. Well, oh. the funny thing, well, the funny thing is, I was looking at Digital Foundry's videos for the launch titles, and it's really impressive. They got the game to look that good and run at sixty for a GameCube launch title. Another one that actually I actually really enjoyed, Star Fox Assault. Uh, yeah, I, I actually did like Star Fox Adventure, despite how people hate that one. That's the one with the dinosaur planet, right? Yes. Yeah. The, the made-up language is really weird in that game. It just sounds like a bunch of work, bunch of sounds, and then they would add real names in there, which made no sense. Father uh, Barbara Crystal. <laughs> sounds like yeah, some alien like, bullshit. Yeah, it was, like, it was like Al Bed in Final Fantasy X. It's not like <laughs> though fan, which sounds like a real language to me. That was just like nonsense to me. I remember, I remember Albed, where you had to like get all the books just so you could understand what they're saying. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, let's move on to question number three. What? So Martin, oh, you can... yes, oh, let's oh, yeah. I actually, <clears throat> I actually haven't said my exclusives yet. Go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. Obviously, the ones I really liked are the Nintendo ones, like Fire Emblem, uh, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, and also Eternal Darkness. Path of Radiance is super underrated. It it was like the first time I think we've gotten a console Fire Emblem game in like 10 years. Yeah, and its it's sequel is hard to fucking find. Yeah. I actually forgot one. I kind of wish they would have just remade them for Switch, but that's for another time. Yeah, also, uh, uh, most uh, also, there's the Capcom titles; those are really good. Aside from maybe PN03. I that thought game that was. Sucked. I thought I it was like alright, actually. I thought it was kind of underrated. I didn't actually, like it too that's much. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, Mikami probably could have did better, in my opinion, and he kind of did with RE4. But yeah, that project was. I mean, it was ambitious, but it just didn't come off as really good, in my opinion. I, re- I remember yeah, there was another I mean, cap. Although at the same time, I kind of appreciate PNO3 because after that, he did he did redeem himself by like almost redoing it, and yeah, that game was called Vanquish. Vanquish, yeah. Vanquish yeah. is be- much better. Oh, much Vanquish better. is so good. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, like yeah, it's clear that not all the Capcom title, the Capcom Five were gold for the GameCube. There was still one that didn't get put out, right? Like it looked interesting. It looked like a I... Panzer Dragoon, I think. Yeah. No, no. What was that what game was... called? Like Dead something. Dead something. Dead I, I Phoenix. Dead Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. Dead Phoenix. Yes. There yeah. It was kind of, yeah, it pretty much was, it pretty much was just Panzer Dragoon on the GameCube. Looked interesting, though. I would have gave it a shot, honestly, if it came out. There was one game I actually forgot. I think at one point they said that Capcom tried to make it into a Kid Icarus title, but they, <laughs> but that fell through. <laughs> like you said, there's one, there's one game I actually forgot, and that was uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. 
Oh yeah, no, that, that was really the first cool. one was good. I mean, it's. I mean, it was fun if you managed to get all the Game Boys. Yeah, I never played that one because I heard like you needed like four people to actually play that shit. You yeah. could play with two people if you needed to, but it was a lot better with four. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, I was barely lucky to have one Game Boy. I couldn't uh, find three other people who owned a Game Boy. Oh damn it! There's one I missed too. I mean, it wasn't hard finding three other people who had Game Boys. It was finding three people who actually bought the game. That bought the game and also the chords with it. Yep. But there was yeah, one game I missed. Really fun. Oh. There was also one yeah. game I missed. That game was called Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, there was also Killer7. That, that was pretty weird. Oh, shit, I remember Killer7. That's the weird game, like, it's cel-shaded, but you gotta shoot all these demons, right? And it's by, uh, I forget his name. Suda51. Suda51, yeah. yeah. the guys who did No More Heroes. Yeah. No More Heroes yeah. Killers, dead. Yeah, he, his style is always, like, weird and crazy, and, uh, it really has an appreciation to it, if you really think about it. It has appreciation for, like, Tarantino movies, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like, yeah, like he he does have a lot of love for like American films. I think like Travis was actually modeled after Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> oh, from Jackass. <laughs> oh, I know about that. God, God damn it! Now I can just imagine Johnny Knoxville holding like putting his hands on a um, anime poster and going Moway. <laughs> Welcome to Moway. So basically, Travis is just Johnny Knoxville if he became a giant weeb. I am Travis Touchdown. Welcome to Jackass. We're derailing so much. Let's move on here. Yeah. Which which is weird because No More Heroes always came off like a Scott Pilgrim kind of thing. Yeah, but let's move on to question number four. Uh, What are some of your. Oh, it's three. Oh, three. Okay. I need to mark these off. Even if you're. Please do. Even if the PS2 technically did the best during the six yen of consoles. Where did the Nintendo GameCube personally rank for you over the Xbox and PS2? I, I would put. Oh, I, I put it over GameCube. Xbox. Come on now. No, I here's don't mine. know. Here's mine. Here's mine. I would put it above Xbox, but I wouldn't put PS2 on there because I didn't really get it until I didn't get the PS2 until I was in high school. So I, mean, I put yeah. GameCube over because that was the one I, system I kept playing too much. The, yeah. The to me, is, PS2 is the winner. It's it's no contest yeah, there in terms of games because they were just getting, they were just <laughs> getting bombshell after bombshell after bombshell. Yeah. Like PS2 just kept getting all of the exclusives and all the unique titles. Honestly, to the, me, I thought that the PS2 and the GameCube were equal, but Xbox was really crap back then. And, uh, and it depends. There are some. There were some good games for the Xbox. I mean, Star Wars: the Commando was one. Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, after getting an Xbox recently, I've kind of started to show some appreciation for it, mainly yeah, they, because of all the quirky is, titles from Sega. Yeah. As much as this is the GameCube podcast, the, the, the original Xbox really did have some really interesting games. Yeah, I, it, I it did, that. but it didn't have, like, enough, in my opinion. So yeah, that kind of made it falter out compared to the competition. Actually, uh, I would rank them like this. PS2 first, and then GameCube and Xbox on the same spot, actually. I can't pick like, one or the other on that side, actually, because... I do have memories of my friends having Xbox, and they had a lot of multiplayer games that were really good. 
that we played together. I but remember, the GameCube uh... had really good like single player exclusives that I really enjoyed. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm putting them side by side. There Super Monkey Ball and uh, Fusion Frenzy were really fun games. And you Halo know? 2 back in the day was. I mean, back oh yeah, in the Halo day, 2. Honestly, the only Xbox exactly. exclusive that I actually would have made me buy an Xbox back in the day was Munch's Odyssey. Hmm. Oh, isn't that the game, game with the bounty hunters? Oh, yeah. No, no that's Stranger's Wrath. That's Oddworld 3. Oh, Stranger's Wrath is the one with the bounty hunter. The yeah, one. that's the one I remember. Yeah. yeah, that's the best one. I love the Oddworld yeah, series. So. But yeah, in terms of ranking, it's PS2, GameCube, then Xbox. Uh, Xbox isn't that far that. behind. Nah, I still say that PS2 and GameCube were, you know, practically equal. The problem with GameCube is that its third-party support was a little lacking compared to the competition. Yeah, it kept Mainly getting screwed, especially the... by Capcom. Well, Mainly... then again, they were, still they were still shady as shit, even back then. Yeah, yeah, both had pretty good after... games on them, though. PS2 I mean, got so many games that were, like, they were both third-party. They were, like, first-party, but then it was also, like, these, like, really shitty games. It happens with every popular console, you're bound to get shovelware. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Doesn't happen that often today, though. It did happen no. a lot in the past. Mainly, well, because, they've all mainly if, because they've all moved to mobile. If you really, really love iOS games, then that's the tree for you. Yes. Pretty <laughs> much. I think we can now move on. Yeah, yeah. let's move on. Uh, let's move on to four then. What were some of your favorite GameCube accessories? I got nothing for that one. Mm, the donkey, the Donkey Kong bongas, I guess those were yeah, pretty boy. I never got him. I know what you're talking about though. That that shit yeah. was funny. <laughs> I actually, I, I actually found them at a thrift store one for five bucks and just decided to mess with them. They're, know, they're actually I... pretty well made. There was one accessory. There, the only there's one a... I would say. The one that let you connect your Game Boy was pretty cool. The Other Game Boy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah like that, that was. Oh, like... no. I had one. Sorry. Yeah. That I think about the Game Boy player. Yeah. Didn't you need. Well, didn't you need, like, the disc, though, to be able to make yeah, it work? Yeah, you did. You did. The, the lost lose the disc, you're fucked. Wait, what for the Game Boy player? Yeah, but I usually never lost my disc. Where I could actually play like uh, Battle Network, because I wouldn't have been able to play Battle Network if not for the Game Boy player. I mean, at the same time, losing the disc, I mean, you'd have to be like a really dumb kid. <laughs> yeah, or if you're. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that was probably the best thing to get if you were a GameCube owner. Mm. Was great. Renegade, do you have anything? Uh, I have nothing. Alright. I mean, there was the microphone, but I never used that. Yeah, and I sometimes didn't... the thing... I had work. that shit for PS2 instead, Star. That was crap. <laughs> Remember the eye toy? I'll spare you the details of uh, imagining me singing, so, yeah. yeah. No. Remember you... the eye toy? Oh, I had that too, but that... No, <laughs> we don't we, remember we... that. But let's not let's not discuss that right now. Yeah. All right. Was that everything in terms of GameCube accessories? Pretty much. I think yeah. so. 
Let's move on to five then. Despite the GameCube having a plethora of multi-platform titles, being second most powerful compared to the Xbox and having sold first-party support, could you cite any gripes about the GameCube that hurt the console more than it more than helped? The main, the lack of DVD. That's a really big one. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, one of the biggest sell, one of the biggest selling points of the PS2 was that it was pretty much also a DVD player, and back then DVD players were super expensive because it was new tech. It was not yeah. only that. Moving on from cart cartridges to CD, that was a good move. However, it also hurt them from the point of that there was no backwards compatibility in comparison to PS2. PS2, you could play PS1 games. Yeah, and also, what was it for Xbox? They had, like, you could put music onto the Xbox. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Also, I will say early Ethernet being tested because the GameCube was the only one back then that didn't have it, so you couldn't play mm -hmm. online with your friends. Yeah, it was the one console that really didn't have online until the Wii came out. Yeah. Didn't they have Fantasy Star on then? I think so. I think they did, but... But yeah, Nintendo didn't really bother to test out online with the GameCube. I mean, they could have done it. I mean, having Mario Kart with online could have been a big selling point if they actually did go with it. Yeah. I mean, they had third-party support, but I mean, we discussed it earlier. They had a, a lack of it in comparison to both Xbox and PS2. Yeah, it it was the same problem with today where they were getting like late ports or not a, or or most of the big titles were getting missed out on it. The sad thing is that like because I had a PS2, like I didn't really care that the GameCube didn't have a DVD thing on it. But I do agree that you know online definitely hurt us since it was definitely becoming a big thing at that point. Yeah. But then again, like, oh. Nintendo still makes that mistake even today and everything. Sadly, yo. Yeah. They're getting better at it, though. It is small baby steps. I, I do personally think that buying an Ethernet, like, not attached to the console is pretty dumb. Yep. Can't argue with that. Else. Alright, what's we'll that? Well, there was also the design. Not a lot of most people just called it like a purple lunchbox. You know, I didn't mind how it looked, really. I really didn't I, mind. I Maybe. agree. I didn't mind that either. I actually thought it was rather cool, actually, because you could pick it up and move it around very easily. Actually, I I thought that design was not a problem at all, actually. Yeah, and there's the handle on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they called it that though. Yes, they did. They do. I thought that was just a joke you guys were saying for this podcast. Oh no, a it is of, true. I mean, it does look like a purple I, lunchbox. A lot Sorry. of people I knew called, called it just a purple lunchbox. I just call it the box of wonders. I don't, I don't know. Though. I I really do like the the uh, the the design myself. It's just. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Not a well, lot of people did like it. I well, don't think so. Well, were... put it this way, when it comes to design, with the PS2, it was kind of small, and you can actually put it somewhere, and it wouldn't take that much space. Same with GameCube, except it was kind of a little bit bulky, but as compared to the Xbox, it's kind of smaller. Yeah, Xbox. I mean, at, least with the P at least the PS2 had the slim models. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was meaning by it was smaller, and had you could have more room. It's funny because the, Xbox is the biggest one today too. I, I think it's also yeah. I think Xbox the, One. 
Yeah. I think the main reason for the size was because of the fact they were using like PC tech in it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, let's let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. What is the worst game that you had to experience with on the GameCube? Multiple. Uh... Shows? I can't talk on this subject at all because I, considering I got it fairly late, I never once picked a bad game on that machine. So I have enjoyed. I... I have one, but it wasn't because it was a bad game. It was because I was having problems with it. And that was Mario Party Five. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party. Okay, let me let me explain. When I got the game, it, they told me the game would work, and they fixed it. I was like, "All right, it works. I'm gonna try playing it. Probably see if, to test out, see if it does work." Tw- like ten minutes later, cannot read disc. Wow. And it's like, fuck. You. <laughs> There's only one game that I play, and it's not a bad game, but it is disappointing compared to the original, and that is Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Uh, I had some issues with that remake. Like, number one, the controls were weird. Number two, they changed the music. And number three, some of the alterations to um, the cutscenes and Snake doing backflips all fucking missiles. I <laughs> didn't like it too much. It, it, it's like, motherfucker, he ain't right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, he's like a superhero now compared to the original, which was more I mean, grounded. Oh, oh god damn it. So he became Superman? Yeah, something like that. So who, whoever thought they would have made Solid Snake as a Superman, they need to sit in the fucking corner. I mean, Superman, it's a dumbass fucking hero. I mean, the cutscenes are cool, but it's just not as gripping as the original. Yeah, yeah I mean, for what a- yeah, the original one had a better story. If, the, if they fix the controls and the cutscenes and the music, I mean, it would be, it would be a great uh, game actually. Yeah, I mean, because MG, it? it played just like MGS two, which is great yeah. gameplay. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah, was for great. What it, for oh, what it is, they just remade the first game in the MGS two engine, which is pretty much that's it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Solid Snake being as being super like that, heaven forbid, he didn't take out a tank with freaking grenades. I re- also I remember some complaints about because about the MGS2 changes kind of breaking the game because of you being able to go into first person. Yeah, Ocelot. It's a lot easier. Yeah, Ocelot's fight is a lot easier compared to the original. I don't know because him backflipping off a of missile doesn't really bug me because Snake is like a super soldier kind of person. I just don't <laughs> see the problem. With I that. mean, he's yeah. a super soldier, but he did not do any of that in the original. And in the other games, like Metal Gear Solid 4, he's old, so he can barely do anything. Yeah, but that, yeah, but I doubt that the PS1 could have been able to do that, though. The only ridiculous scene I saw is the tank scene. I mean, yeah, let's not go too far into it, but there's some ridiculous scenes in the first. It's just, it's just not impactful, in my opinion. Uh, All right. Yeah, I get you. And I just have, like, a stinker of a game that... Uh, a really bad one. Uh, can't really. Oh, I can think. Of, I can think of one. It's one where you have to play the same stages like seventy times just to get the true ending, and it makes all ten scenarios never happen in the first place. Go ahead. It's called Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, <laughs> that was an exclusive. But no. did you it play was it on, on the there? GameCube. No, but it was on the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did you play it on there? Yeah, I played it on the GameCube. Yeah, I heard uh, some me Johnny rant about that and say how stupid that really was. So I was like, yeah, I believe it.
trying to make like, Sonic extreme in general is a really stupid it, thing to do. Really, like, we'll have him curse and he's gonna shoot guns and shit. Why not? You know? No, it's it's like who who is that? So, who is that? Sonic? No, that's Shadow. That's his retarded brother who thinks he's edgy. <laughs> he all he swears he swears he smokes weed. He's the perfect rebel. <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah. he's not Sonic's brother. He's the Vegeta of the Sonic I, universe. I know, I, I know. It's a, it's something that yeah. Sonic team would fucking say. Wasn't that I a selling Shadow point? A joint. Like Shadow having guns, wasn't that a selling point? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, think so, I, didn't yeah. Think it was, it, I actually didn't mind that. I actually thought it was kind of cool. Like back when I was a kid, uh, looking back on it, I was a shit kid. <laughs> uh, oh, trust that, me, that I might thought, explain it. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I thought Bubs, I thought Bubsy was a great game as a kid. Then I got older and I slapped Ooh. myself in the face, realizing <laughs> that I'm a dumbass. What one? The first one. Oh no! It's like a misguided platformer. I don't think the first two are terrible. Three D, yeah. Three D is a piece of shit. Yeah. Kind of off-topic question, Livy. Are you looking forward to the new one? You fuckers want me to play it anyway. It's like some of you say yes, and the rest of you are fucking sadistic. Give them the game. Just do do it. it. And then, like, I think at least 10% of the votes were like, no, save your sanity, but the rest of you are sadistic, so kill yourself over the game. <sighs> Moving on. Like, I actually. Yes. <laughs> actually. Alright, uh, no, no, no one else have a, a bad game, I assume? I can yeah. throw two more in, but oh, I'm not sure if they're... I'm not sure if they're GameCube exclusives, but there's, um... There's the Charlie's Angels game that's on GameCube that's really fucking bad. Oh, well, it was exclusive. It was exclusive here in the West. I think in Europe it got a PS2 port. Wait, there was a Charlie's Angel game? It was for the movie that came out in like the 2000s. It's awful. I know another one. Yeah, it's fucking (laughs) the Aquaman game. Yeah, I was gonna bring that one up too. Oh, oh, I remember that one. I remember Xplay gave it such a low fucking score. Oh yeah, I saw that review. Oh my fucking god, Aquaman sucked. They named their bad game awards ceremony after that the Golden Mullet. (laughs) That was a dark time back in the day. (laughs) That was a dark time for DC fans because most of most of the time they were just crap games. And it's the release. Look at their yeah. movies. Ha ha. No, it's like you know what's you know what's fucking hilarious? It's like back then DC, they had some decent games like for the like Super Nintendo and all of that. But then when they moved to 3D, it was terrible until Batman Arkham Arkham Asylum came in. It's like, hey, fuck all those games. This one's better. Well that's because Batman's the only one that doesn't fly and shit. No, but here's the other thing that made those that makes it hilarious. Even though the games were terrible back then, the movies were good. Yeah. Now, well, it's, the, now it's the games are good, but the fucking movies are terrible. Then again, well, Batman and Robin change. is debatable. It is well, a change. But we are getting a little off topic here. Yeah, yeah we are. Well, hey, we were talking about the worst things we experienced. Let's let's move on before I shoot myself. All right. Bubsy <laughs> lover. Alright, number seven. <laughs> Fuck you. Number seven. What was your favorite GameCube color and how do you feel about the component cable for the GameCube that gave Black. that gives better picture quality? Being so expensive these days. Black just because that was the one the I have. Black because that's the one I have as well. And uh, the component cables, I don't understand why they're so expensive. I mean, 
how long it how long has it been since the um, Nintendo has stopped making production for the GameCube? Like, like about ten years, maybe yeah. eleven. The thing is, is that third party company is making no. They never. The thing is, with the GameCube component cables, you could only get them at the Nintendo store online, and there was never any third-party versions, which led to them being what? insanely expensive. That not only expensive, but incredibly rare. Yeah, it sounds like they are rare now, so that's the reason why the value of the price went up, like, so fucking much. Uh, but my favorite color was black or silver. Those are the ones Holy that I... Holy Moses! What? What the fuck? What the fuck? Three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, you saw the price. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I did. I mean, I just had them. I just had them running in progressive scan I, on the Wii. Holy and Shadow Moses. For what it is, for what it is, the progressive scan does make the games look really nice, like on Fire Emblem and Twilight Princess. Yeah, my. Not... Go ahead. But it's not worth that price to go through all that trouble. Yeah, my recommendation is to get a Wii and get the component cables and try to make sure you get a backwards compatible Wii. It's cheaper. Yeah, it's 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 like why the fuck would people like sell their one of their kidneys just to get the fucking component cable? I have no clue. I I see that price. I see it. Martin, I see it. No, Jesus. Martin. Okay, I, I'm looking at the price too. The cheapest one is three hundred and twenty. But it's probably terrible. But here's the thing, though. I see Japanese art or Japanese letters. Is does it actually work with the GameCube though? Like the it ones would. for America? It would. Okay. Oh, right. Because that was back when um, Nintendo wasn't stupid and region locked everything. Well, GameCube games were region lock unless you used a freeloader. Regular audio and video cable, though. Six I mean, I had the purple one, so I can't exactly. Uh... See what my favorite color was outside of that. But I thought the purple one looked kind of nice. Hmm. Did you guys want to talk about the different colors for the GameCube? I'll say this. I'll say this. There was one, I think. Wait, hold on. Let me find a picture of this. I'm a silver man myself for GameCube. I did like orange a lot, though, but I like orange colors. (laughs) Spice orange or the aqua blue ones? No. They had a bunch of limited colors too, didn't they? I just don't remember what ones they They had. They had a bundle with Wind Waker that was limited edition, and it came with a silver GameCube. No, but here's the thing the reason why I picked black is like once you go black, you never go back. (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) Wow. Hey, that's fucking pun. Hey, black was always my color for every console except for the PSP because I got the God of War one. What are you, edgy? I'm edgy. No, if I was edgy, I would be dressing up as Kratos, say, I'll kill you, fucking Ares. Man, like, GameCube is probably tied with PSP in terms of the mo- console with the most di- di- the most different colors. Oh, you know what's hilarious? I love how nowadays, I, I know it's going back to colors, but now they're bringing back, like, GameCube controllers because of Smash Brothers for Wii U. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I actually bought one because my old GameCube controller was dying, and it works with my GameCube. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good and having backwards I, compatibility. That's, and yeah. I like I prefer those because they actually have longer cables, so so it makes playing on the GameCube easier. Yeah, that too. 
But yeah. But yeah, that, that's it, though. She had no work with Smash on the Wii U, though, but that's another topic. Yeah. Yeah, that's for another day. All right. Was that everything? Yeah. Yep. All right, sweet. What is the most underrated title you played on the GameCube that is criminally overlooked and that a lot of people might not have known about, but you enjoyed playing it? Uh, besides that one, um, Chibi Robo, Bait and Kaidos, and Battalion Wars. <laughs> and uh, maybe if, well, this was already a, uh, I think people have heard this one, but it was a Dreamcast game, uh, Skies of Arcadia Legends. Yeah. That one's amazing. Better version, in my opinion. Yeah, like I like the Dreamcast version, but having frequent loading, having like frequent random battles, just got tiring after a while, especially when you're going to a new area. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, I, they cut that down. I thought uh, Geist was interesting. The fact that you can have this first-person shooter and possess like people's bodies and shit, I thought that was pretty cool. That's the only one I could really think of, though. I mean, I can only really think of Eternal Darkness, really. If it even counts as underrated. It, I mean, uh, it, even it's though it's... But it's the title that everyone brings up, though. It's still, I, but it's still underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say so, because they didn't get a sequel, like, at all. Even though yeah. they had, like, a Kickstarter I mean, saying, hey... This is I'll, the sequel to it, but it didn't go through. I'll yeah, say so, through. because now it's a cold classic, but back then, not a lot of people knew about it. Mm. I'd probably yeah. It just fucked with your mind, like, it fucked with your game, too. Yeah. It's not <laughs> as cool now. Castlevania. It's not as cool <laughs> now, because you have a, because of, you know, everyone moving to HD. There was a pretty cool hallucination where it would make where it would make you think that it changed your channel, but if you're on an HD TV, it doesn't work. My, <laughs> my favorite one was the one where they made it seem like they erased your save data. I was gonna say that too. Yeah, that was my favorite. Like, people must have been, like, flipping out and shit. Oh, I, no, I, I know... I know another title that was multi-plat, but it was very underrated. That was also for GameCube. That was called Metal Arms. Hmm. Glitch in the system, yeah. Yeah. There like that, that game came as a complete surprise. I saw an EGM like ad for it, and I was like, this game looks fun. 20 bucks, played it. Yeah. Kicked my there ass. Was a, there was another really cool one called Lost Kingdoms from, from Software. It was like a kind of action RPG game where you use cards to battle. So I guess kind of like Phantom Dust. Like Cold Set? Yeah, Bane Cards yeah. Cold Set. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool, though, since, you know, the GameCube didn't really have that many RPGs on the system. Makes sense. Dark Souls, the TCG. Yeah, PS2 <laughs> really had a lot of RPGs compared to... Uh... Like Xbox really good and GameCube game compared to Xbox and GameCube, yeah. Xbox, well, Xbox well, what was, GameCube was more like single-player story-driven, or that was GameCube. Uh, single-player story-driven games, while Xbox had a shitload of multiplayer games. I think another. Yeah. Good game, I think another good game was Billy Hatcher. <laughs> Billy Hatcher, and the giant egg a, man. It wasn't bad. It was okay. Hmm. The only, but, but it could have been better. 
The only right. GameCube game that I can think of that I wouldn't mind seeing another incarnation of, I don't know if it's like a rose-tinted glasses thing since I played it as a kid, but they had a game called Custom Robo on GameCube that oh, was really, really awesome. I wanted that game so fucking bad, but they made a game for the DS, and it was bad. I mean, I haven't played it since like I was a kid, so it might just be like rose-tinted glasses, like I said, but I liked it because you had your robots, and you could slot different equipment into them, so you could have like missile launchers and flamethrowers and stuff. Really, really yeah. fun game to play. Yeah, that was one. That was actually a really fun game. <laughs> now, I think they have one for the 3DS. I don't think it's made by the same people, but it's uh, called Little Battlers Experience, where you can do the same thing. Hmm. I'm to check that out then. I haven't really had a game similar to Custom Robo in a long, long time for me at least. Yeah, yeah 3DS. I think it's made by Level 5, the same people behind Dark Cloud and Neo Kune. Yeah. Anyways. Alright, let's move on, shall we? Alright. Alright, how would you rank the GameCube compared to the other Nintendo platforms? Speaking we kind of answered this already a little bit previously. Uh, for me personally, it's, um, the PlayStation 2 first, then the GameCube, then the Xbox. I, I think um, the GameCube had a lot mean, of good games back then. This is, but this is strictly Nintendo. Oh, yeah, strictly like Nintendo? Yeah, like, if you compare yeah. NES, yeah, you NES. the dog! Like, God damn. like, here, like, like <laughs> no. okay, let, let, let me no. start this one. Martin, first off, shut the fuck up. And second <laughs> off. Uh, I just saw this and I did not own any other Nintendo platforms outside of the Wii, so you can hold that low, sir. Uh, now, now, now ranking them personally, I I would say the GameCube is still better, so, uh, that's my answer. I I disagree. Uh, I I only played a few games on the Wii, but No More Heroes was, you know, great. You know, that's the only one I really owned. Um, no, I was going to say, like, if I had to say, like, my personal thing from the bottom, the Switch, just because that, just because it doesn't have that many games out there, there's a lot of people having problems with it. So the Switch is still in its infancy. Yeah, that's why I'm putting it on the very bottom. Then it's the, the NES, the N64, the Wii and Wii U are together for like third because backwards compatible and all that. Yeah, the the it, Switch has a lot to prove, so that would definitely be bottom. Yeah, then yeah. GameCube, and then the number one console I had the most nostalgia for is the Super Nintendo. I'll yeah. say yeah. this. I'll say this. Nintendo would be top tier. I'll probably rank all Nintendo's consoles based on that the previous one was better. So, we... No, yeah, Switch is being worse. We afterwards, like, you know, slowly going up. Up there, then yeah. like Wii U, Wii, then GameCube, N64, mm-hmm. but then just on that last bit, NES and then Super Nintendo, because I think Super Nintendo is the best one. Super Nintendo yeah. had more games. It had a lot. Of, if they tell you the Super Nintendo, they will go to great detail their nostalgia for Final Fantasy three, aka six, Mario RPG, Mario World, that type of thing. Mega Man X. Honestly, I would if I was going to rank it like that, I would put the N64 much higher because I think they had a lot more uh appealing games to me back then compared to the NES, Super NES. It was more it was more appealing if you like couch co-op games. Yeah. yeah. Same people say with the Super Nintendo as well. Yeah, but I there's there's a lot of games on Super Nintendo I just prefer um, over NES or uh, 64. Uh, 
Honestly, like, uh, while there are NES games that I liked, I was more of a Sega Genesis person when it came to the NES. I felt like the SNES is where the where Nintendo started to make a, their stride and everything because you did have a, a bigger library of better games to play. Like Killer but, Instinct and Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, but then, like, I feel like the peak was the GameCube, and then everything after the GameCube was completely downhill, like, just, like, one big um, slope I'd, downhill. I mean, I'd argue with the Wii because we did get Galaxy and a bunch of other good games on it. Oh, fuck that. Skyward Sword is the worst Zelda I ever fucking played because fuck motion controls. I really like Skyward, but I really like Skyward Sword. Oh, we I don't know. Want a game on sword action and shit? I don't know. I, I haven't played Skyward Sword, so I don't have an opinion. I You'd played it. To... I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. Uh, I mean, out of all the motion controls games, it certainly worked. Um, so yeah, there was another game for and, it that really worked well. Red Square arguably... too. And arguably, I didn't like Metroid Prime 3 having motion controls either. I'd rather would have used a GameCube controller for that. That is the only Prime game I have not played. Yeah, I mean... I really need to probably check it out, but it's the only one I haven't touched. People say it's good because the motion controls give you better aim, but I disagree with that. I think that the controller was way better. The GameCube controller would have been way better. Hmm... Yeah, I mean, I, I I would prefer the controller over the Wiimote any day, so I went out and bought the classic controller, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they let you play with a classic controller for Prime 3, I believe. Oh, then that sucks. That's, yeah. That sucks, yeah. But... Yeah, was that but it? Anyway, but anyways, for me, I'd just rank it SNES, then GameCube, then N64, and then everything else. NES was lit, though. Yeah, well, well, yeah, there is a lot of great classics on the NES, though. It's probably the one console I have the least experience with. NES. Look, Super that Mario 3, it. that's all you really need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I that, mean, like, Super Mario Bros. 3 is the best game that ever lived, you know? That game is great. Check it out if you haven't. No, 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 no. Super Mario Bros. 2. That's the best one. Look, look, you're fucking The localized one American one. <laughs> you mean from that, like, Super Doki Mario Doki? Super Mario Brothers 2. It was like yeah, a yeah. reskin game for fucking... Yeah, Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, Doki Doki, Doki Panic. Yes, yes. Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh my gosh. This is a video game donkey, by the way. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, I, what I was saying that Super Mario Brothers was the best game ever. I was totally referencing Movie Bob. So, are we are we still on number nine? It's, about to be on number up. ten now. Oh, okay, but glad I came back with my coffee. Oh, it's sweet, <laughs> sweet. And you're your coffee, man. All right, Martin, move on let's to move number on. ten. Yes, let's let's move on. Considering how we talked a lot about preserving games on a digital store, dude. Think Nintendo would do a serviceable job putting any GameCube titles on the virtual consoles, as it was mentioned in passing on the first Nintendo Switch presentation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Let's hope there's a lot of fucking good games on there. It I remains mean, to yeah. be seen. If the they game... do this, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say the game, the GameCube, uh, the GameCube virtual consoles just sitting on a pile of money. There's so many titles you can put on it. Yeah. Mainly the Fire Emblem games, Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion. Here, 
Here's what I think they should do. They should do the same thing that Sony did with PS2 to PS4, like upscale the vis- the resolution a little bit to make it look nicer, and then sell it for at a reasonable price. Yeah, none of that fifteen to twenty dollars bullshit. That's just insane. I have a weird feeling that they are going to probably make more retro consoles like the NES Mini, and probably milk that before they ever like put more on the virtual console because even though both of them are money makers i think they might see that success of the nes mini first and they might do like oh snes mini and then they could do something like maybe nintendo 64 or gamecube minis and then once that sells they can move on to the virtual console so i think they might just milk that first yeah. as a console idea and then move on as, to the virtual stuff that's kind of like an up up off topic thing mm-hmm SNES Mini, I will, I will play the shit out of that. Just put, just put well, some yeah. good games on there and I'll play the shit Bas- out of it. Same. Basically, basically, just put Donkey Kong Country Trilogy Mega Man X, X on it and then it's good to go. Yeah. That was the problem with the also, NES Final Mini, though. Fantasy. That was the problem with the NES Mini, though, is that they uh, didn't put a lot of games that people liked on it. And I thought they were already thinking of making an SNES Mini. Yeah, I mean, I mean any... even though they didn't put a lot on there, it's still a gold mine, so they probably might milk it. Yeah, who knows? For what they, who knows? They probably will make an NES Mini too. It's a shame because even with the NES Mini, like you would have just been better off just getting like a freaking emulator because you would have gotten all the games in. It's the best alternative if you want like a plug and play. I mean, yeah, if you want a legit way, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Is that but all yeah. our thoughts? Um, I or think maybe he's, he's um, muted himself drinking coffee. Probably. I think like backwards compatibility is a really obvious thing to be doing these days because, like it was mentioned, they are really sitting on a gold mine. And yep. When it comes to like older GameCube games, like I don't want to have to rely on emulation if I want to play like Beautiful Joe or Eternal Darkness because it's not perfect. And yeah all that because there's so much good stuff that was on the gamecube i would like a new like rogue squadron or like an hd remake of rogue squadron showing up that would be really nice yeah. but they're gonna sit on it i think though i though i do though i do want the fire emblem games on it it is it is kind i am kind of torn between just having the regular version on it or just them remaking it in hd <laughs> all right should we move on yeah, we can, unless uh, the coffee drinker has anything to say. All right, what, what's up? Loving the qu- coffee man. On this oh, question of virtual Backwards consoles. Backwards come... Oh, oh, right. I, I, think I, already, I think I already mentioned that. I already mentioned that... Uh, I already mentioned that if they did the um, PS2 to PS4, like upscale resolution and all that. But also what would be good is that if you had games originally that you could just get a discount for it like they did originally. Oh, yeah, and, of course. And if they price it reasonably, like, I wouldn't mind paying 15 for some of them. It In some instances, it's a good idea. Yeah, like, obviously, the Fire Emblem games, since they're extremely rare now. Yeah, I would say, like, like yeah. yeah. Oh, no, trust me, the first Fire Emblem for the game, for the, the consoles, it was not as expensive as Radiant fucking Dawn. 
How much is that? Uh, Jesus Christ. Rick, you want you want me to Hang look on. this up for you on Amazon? I will real quick. Yeah. Hang on. Like Radiant. I think uh, I think with Radiant. Path of Radiance I had to pay like oh, ninety bucks for a copy. Fucking pay, hell. Ninety I paid, bucks? I paid twenty bucks for uh Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Oh yeah, you wanted to hear something funny? At least you didn't pay hundred and twenty bucks for Xenoblade. Oh I bought like I but got was, lucky with that. I got lucky that, with that and just bought a copy off somebody else for like forty. But here's the thing, though. That was back when games. It was only at GameStop, and they didn't not have any more copies. So that's the only thing. Yeah. Anyways, Radiant Dawn, Radiant Dawn, brand new, almost a hundred bucks. That's yeah. weird. Oh, I mean, that's weird considering those, Nintendo started to reprint more. Those rare games, they sound really expensive. So the virtual console <laughs> will really help in that regard. Yeah. Like, yeah. That game, Dokkan Kingdom for the Wii, very hard to find. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. I guess we can move on, Martin. Yes. How do you feel about the jump of quality in terms of games to performance from the N64 to the Nintendo GameCube? It's mm. like night and day, honestly. It really is. Yeah. Because when you look at Smash 64 and then Melee, it's pretty breathtaking. <laughs> Mario 64, to Mario 64 to Mario Sunshine. Paper Mario to the sequel. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's definitely improved. I mean, Nintendo did really step up their tech game with the GameCube. Yeah. Yep. I will agree with that. Same with its games, though. Like, there's sometimes I rather go back to play games like, uh, what was it? Like Paper Mario. I still play the first one, but I still love the sequel better. Hmm. <laughs> Like, everyone has that, wherever you just, like, you play a certain game on the next console, but you go back to the previous one just to play another game. Yeah, I think Nintendo, they perfected the controller for the GameCube, as opposed to the N64, where it's a UFO yeah. once again. Uh, most, the graphics... Most people I... Oh, go ahead. sorry. Oh, I was, was going to say... say uh, most, the, go ahead. I was going to say, most people I knew just called it the claw... Yeah, the claw. Uh, so the graphics, yeah, night and day looking at an N64 game, even though they were really fun to play, um, the graphics were not that great compared to the GameCube. So, of course, night and day. Uh, Gameplay-wise, I think the GameCube did have a lot of standout titles, uh, but I kind of equal it with the N64 because the N64 also has some really great games I love playing, like Jet Force Gemini, and um, what else I played on there? Killer Instinct Gold. That was also amazing. Uh, what was the other one? Banjo Kazooie. Oh yeah, Banjo Kazooie. That was that was also great. And uh, I think uh, Donkey Kong sixty four was pretty good too. Yeah. I didn't like the whole controller rumble thing, but it got on my nerves after a while. But I eventually got one and uh, sorted that rumble pack thing out. What was another one? Ocarina of Time was another one. Oh Pokemon yeah, Pokemon Sta- Stadium. Conker's bad for a day. <laughs> Didn't they remake like fucking Conker? Uh, they they did for the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. it was called yeah. Live, Live and Reloaded, and it was bad because they censored the game a little bit. <laughs> they censored the game and, and, they gave, and they gave him pants. Yeah. Why would you give Conker pants? They censored I, the game more than the N64 game, but that's for another topic. Yeah, it is. No, but yeah. I mean, like, Pokemon Stadium was a good game back for for the N64, at least. Well, I was gonna say, was that. Po- wasn't there Pokemon Coliseum? 
Yes, yeah. I remember that. I was going to say with uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, they actually brought back the N64 one for uh, the Rare Replay for the Xbox One. Nice. Hmm. All right. Which I, which I own that one. All right, let's go. More, more let's topics. Go. All right. More topics. Yes. Let's see here. More topics, you more coffee. Have played the emulator on PC? What do you think about no. it? No. And what would you like to see done for the future of the GameCube emulation? I have used it, actually. I think it's uh, really good. I think it's on par with shit like other emulators. It's, Dolphin is great because it's the first, I think, emulator that really supports like the online to play with other people and shit. The other one's yeah. really, it's really wishy-washy in terms of performance. Yeah, like the thing is, is that it's the most PC friendly of the of the two, yeah. mainly because with PS2, you're it's not going to be perfect with every game, and there's going to be performance issues, and that's yeah. if you have a and that's if you have a pretty uh, good high end PC. As someone that emulates PS2 games a lot, yeah, I can agree with you on that. The Dolphin emulator is much more stable in comparison to something like the PS2 emulator. Granted, the PS2 emulator is still like almost on par there it's it's it is it has grown so well over the, over the past few years all right anyone else i, mean, I got nothing because i never used the dolphin i can add on a bit all right unless someone else wanted to go before me real quick but um i've used the dolphin a lot because i think it actually is a really good emulator i do get some problems with certain games like when i tried to emulate eternal darkness it chugged pretty hard at times but overall it's a really nice emulator plus it's also bringing back a uh, tatsunoku versus capcom via netplay which is a really really nice fighting game that was very overlooked on wii because it was only on wii so it's also really good it's great how you can actually have online for it Mm-hmm. It's great. All right, we'll set everyone. Yeah, that's it. All right, sweet. So, if you could revive one specific GameCube intellectual property that is in a continuing franchise from the GameCube era, what would it be? I think the elephant in the room is probably Eternal Darkness because we mentioned it a lot. I'd love we to have it back. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, we need more horror games, and Eternal Darkness would probably be the game to bring back. That is more Super Mario horror. Brothers too. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would just want it back just for like another unique horror game. You know, I'm getting tired of just like the constant slew of FPS horror games that just keeps coming out and coming out. I want to go back to that era, Unless, which is much nicer. As long as they don't put it in first person. No, that w- no, and part of the appeal of Eternal Darkness, it kind of works a lot better in third person compared to compared to first person. Plus, its combat system was actually, like, really, really good. Like, that's yeah. one of the things I don't see talked about with Eternal Dark Slot. Like, the melee targeting system is actually really, really nice. Yeah, like, how you can dis- like you can disable the-, the enemy's legs or their arms. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, like, Dead Space. Yep. Um, yeah. can, it be, can it be a game that didn't really get any more games afterwards, but yes. it got, like, one or two games, like, on a different system? Yes, it can. Uh, I want to say Battalion Wars. Because Battalion Wars was like the console version of Advance Wars, which was really good. Hmm. I only say that because I'm really into tactical RPGs or tactical games. That, yeah. or, or why don't they remaster Billy Hatcher? 
I remember that game as an advert. Uh, I haven't played it, but I do remember people talking about it. I'm not sure if it was great, but it sounds like it. it uh, let me look up the reception for it really quick. <laughs> I know you're going to be hearing. Isn't it a Billy Hatcher and a giant egg? Yeah, it was made by Sega. It was actually. Oh, it was developed by team by the Sonic team, actually. Oh, really? Dude, Interesting. Me, uh, yeah. A couple of years ago, I'd say Twilight Princess, but they actually remastered it, so I got nothing. You got your wish? Yeah. Yep, okay. I got my wish. Fuck okay. all of you. Okay, Billy Hatcher and Giant Egg, it got mixed to positive. Like, Metacritic has a 71 out of 100. Mm. So it seems <laughs> and, like and, average. And you know what? I really want that to come out. I want them to either remaster and make a, another game for it. If people say no and that will not happen, I'll be like, come on, they're making the Bubsy 4 for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. that's a Well, you could look at that in an assortment of different ways. Uh, but for me, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're making a bad game and all the other games like Mega Man are dead. So there you go. Yeah, all the good games are dying or all the games that should come back are dying. It's replaced by a game that should have been dead years ago. Yeah, exactly. Dead on arrival. Uh, but Ex I... I will want them to make a Mega Man X Command Mission, another one. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first game a lot. Uh, the mechanics that, that you can use to fight the bosses, uh, power up and put on your armor and do special moves. Uh, it was one wasn't of those... That... Go ahead. Wasn't that a tactical RP... uh, tactical game? It was turn-based, I believe. Oh, turn-based? Oh, it was a turn-based RPG. Yeah. But Mega Man X Command Mission, I thought you meant like the remake of Mega Man X 1. I remember a lot of purists didn't like that one. That was on PSP, I believe, not on GameCube. Wait, which one? The Mega Man X uh, Maverick Hunter. Yeah. Oh, I I actually owned that one. That one was, it wasn't too bad, but I thought Mega Man Powered Up was better. No, let me correct oh. myself. I think it was Maverick Hunter X, I believe. That's why it was called. It, it, yeah. Close enough. Oh, excuse me. This coming from someone that's not pure as crucify me, you sadists. <laughs> oh, I had some other thoughts. I was like, what if they remade RE0 and remake? Oh, shit, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that happened yeah. already, so I mean, okay. that doesn't count. Okay, here's here's one that I want them to do again. Because I feel like as soon as the GameCube version came out, as soon as that one came out, the rest of it died off when it came to it. I want them to make a Paper Mario game that had the original fucking gameplay. So you mean like uh, like old the, school the Paper Mario, like on like base? yeah, tur yeah, turn base. You could do action commands. You level up for fucking once. Yeah, didn't they turn Paper Mario into a platformer? Uh, they did with Super Paper Mario, but at least with that one, you could level up. But then after that... After that, it turned to you. After that sticker star, they ruined it. Yep. That was the one game I can say I'm disappointed with. Yeah, Color the Splash, only one. Color Splash, I can forgive a little bit, because I love its aesthetic. The humor for it was great. The writing for it, not as good as the other ones, but still just as better, as poignant. And... <laughs> Visually, it looked cool. I got and you can... <laughs> Is it Reslog? But I Reslog would like. Could... I would like for them just to remake like Beautiful Joe. That would that... be pretty good. Uh, well, they did do Okami, Okami HD, and Okami then. 
So yep. it's possible. We'll see. Oh, we're gonna get ahead to be right back. I'll I would take custom robo, like I mentioned earlier. I really did like custom robo a lot. <laughs> I don't and unless I can nominate Soul Calibur too, but that was multi platform, so well, then again, they already did an HD version of that, but they didn't put it for Wii U. So, base, no, no, no base, link. But basically, how about just bring back Soul Calibur? Except this time, don't, except this time, actually give us the characters we want instead of reskins. Or don't give us Lloyd Irving. <laughs> Lloyd Irving. He was in the, wasn't oh, yeah. he in the Wii Soul Calibur game? Yeah, he was in a Lost, not Lost Swords. God damn, I keep forgetting the fucking name. Just give him Link again. That was one of the best parts about the game, GameCube yeah. Soul Calibur. You got Link as a guest character. And oh, be- yeah. And, and before Soul Calibur 6 just adds Corrin into Robin. Oh, I do um, prefer... Yes, it was called 2B. I do it was prefer called Soul Calibur. It was called Soul Calibur Legends. Didn't you get like... Darth Maul or something as a guest character in Soul No, Kingdom. Darth Maul. Darth it was Vader. Darth, Darth Vader, Yoda, and Starkiller. And then uh, later, yeah. Maul. It really and is that later. Starkiller name a lot, huh? I would have thought they yeah, would have shout- put Darth Maul in since he is like the most popular. <laughs> shout most out to shout out to Yoda's fucked up hate boxes. Oh, yeah, you can't grab the little fucker. You cannot grab him. I, I thought whoever screamed in my apartment. Holy shit. Anyways. I think the best guest characters for Soul Calibur was Link, uh, Ezio, and Kratos. I like Spawn. I like someone forgot Heihachi. Hey, Heihachi's not bad, but he's Tekken, so it's like, eh, I would have preferred someone else. Yeah, but then again, it's then again, it's like Tekken Seven with Akuma plays like Street Fighter. Hey, speaking well, of which, they that's hype. Akuma that's actually there, hype. <laughs> Akuma in a Nintendo game. Beating up. Just have someone not named Capcom make a Street Fighter game. How's that sound? Or 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 better yet, why doesn't Capcom just throw in a towel? Because hold the loaf for fucking Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Fuck you, Capcom. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Yes, preach. But we gotta move on to the next. Should we move on? Yes. Yes. Shit on Capcom Hour. We can move on. Go to my channel if you want to bitch about Marvel's Capcom Infinite. <laughs> yes. Or, or, or better yet, turn tune in later. Double plug, huh? I see how it is. Anyway, <laughs> what do you think of the launch price of the console, which was nine one hundred and ninety nine dollars and uh, one hundred twenty nine euros compared to the competition? Cheap. Actually, a very reasonable argument price. Well, cheap. You get a good console now, but at the same time, uh, inflation. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's very reasonable. Well, I, it was cheap. You got a good console out of it. You got really good, strong first-party support. Third-party support was meh. But at least you can have fun with it. Looking back at it, it was probably worth it, in my opinion. I, I mean, if it was like $300 now, I would still say the GameCube was more worth it than the Switch. Yeah. It's two hundred and seventy right now. If you count for inflation, but I will say for the Switch, I I would just say wait a, like a couple of more months till it gets off the ground. Basically, wait until console. basically wait until Metroid Prime Four comes out. <laughs> but then again, that's every console. Every console doesn't really have the best launch titles or the best lineup. But later on. It, it, it gets better. Really good. Yeah. yeah, it gets better. Look at well PS4. Wait. 
the component like, cable is like you can you, with that price you can buy like free GameCube system with that component cable. Oh yeah, I just noticed or, that. Or better yet, you could buy a shitload of games. Yes. <laughs> or hell, you could buy a you could buy a game uh, not a GameCube but a uh, Wii for cheap along with the component cable for it. Yeah. Cheaper. But yeah, it is a good. But yeah, it is a good thing that they made it cheaper than the competition. For what it was, the launch year they had for the GameCube was really solid. It just kind of started to wane down after that. Yeah. All right, so we can move on to the last question, which is number fifteen here. Uh, what is your best yes. memory from playing on the GameCube that you will always remember, which defined the experience for you? Um. Uh. There's a lot. Smash was great. Playing with my friends, beating their ass, and knocking them on stage. It, Mario it was, wave dashing. Yeah, wave dashing. That was also fantastic. Uh, <laughs> having a really good video game remake. That was Resident Evil remake. Playing guys for the first time and swapping bodies. Um, actually having some decent third party support for Nintendo. Which back then, I mean, they did have it, but for that, it felt like they capitalized on a lot of titles, like from Capcom or other companies. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed the GameCube. Like I said, it's. It has a lot of good memories with it, playing all the various exclusives on it. And I think, you know, a lot of characters came out of that. You know, Metroid Prime came out of that. Uh, a lot of things to remember. I think it was at my friend's, because he had um, Ocarina of Time Master Quest on there. Mm -hmm. I think it was going down, like, going down that fucking well in the village. Oh, the God. first time in Master Quest. Oh, God. That shit was... <laughs> Man, doing a final smash on like my friends with fucking Samus, that shit was great. Wasn't that just that brawl though? I, I I don't know. Like I don't really remember much from my Smash experience. All I remember is that I just beat everyone's ass when I played that game. Also, WrestleMania like X8 was a great game. Just jumping off like cages and stuff. That stuff uh, really like makes me happy. <laughs> oh, so you're saying Rand that you didn't go Fox only no items final destination? No, no. I I, I really didn't like playing with uh, Star Fox, to be honest. Luigi main here, loud and proud. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, what what was it? Uh, me getting trolled on one of my birthdays because I wanted Paper Mario Thousand Year Door so bad. My parents trolled me by putting a bunch of fucking tidy whities in a box. What? <laughs> okay, okay. Let me explain the story. Apparently. Like, they gave me a box. They said, happy birthday. I was thinking that it was going to be something nice. Open it up. T fucking tidy whities that weren't even mine. I was like, are you fucking... I kind of looked at them and I'm like, are you fucking for real? And those then were like I, bad parents. No, but then I looked at the bottom. They told me to look at the bottom, and I, which I did, and there was Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, and I was like, yeah. I remember spending all of my countless hours playing that game. And getting super salty at the final boss. Now, at, now that I'm an adult, it's easy now. <laughs> also, uh, winning a Soul Calibur 2 tournament with Link, that was hype back then. Because I did not know how to use that character. I was like, uh, you know, just kind of mashing buttons here. And I won. I was like, okay, I, I can deal with that. 
Question, yeah. Ren, did you spam the thing in the beginning, like, on the loading screen, where you just went, ah! <laughs> yes, I did, because the screen was, like, so annoying, and people didn't like it. So I just kept doing it to piss them off, really. He's just like, ah! Ah! <laughs> it's great! Get it, getting all 120 shines in uh, Sunshine was probably, like, the biggest achievement that I can remember on the game. Oh, <laughs> oh man. A another proud moment. Completing the final, the pretty much the final, sh final countdown and and fucking Mario Kart Double Dash, while pretending to be sick so I wouldn't go to fucking church so I could fucking play it. <laughs> this nice. was back when I, my parent, my mother would take me to church, and it's like I'm I'm sick, I can't go. Cough, cough, cough. Oh, uh, okay. So it's it's basically all the fucking stages mirrored. Yeah. Probably and I got I actually got the gold card, which made me fucking happy. Probably oh. the biggest accomplishment I had in the GameCube was getting all the bottle caps in RE4, mainly because it was a pain to do on the controller. Oh, I forgot to do that in RE4. Oh, uh, Mario Kart, hitting someone with the red shell and seeing how pissed they get gradually over time. Oh, everyone, uh, everyone just throw red shells at them. No, <laughs> uh, no, oh, better, yeah. no, better yet. <laughs> Better yet, you're so close to winning, then someone uses a fucking chain chomp and win. Oh yeah, that's the worst shit ever. Oh, Mario. Oh yeah, another good accomplishment Mario. I had was Mario. getting up. What? I was just gonna say, Mario Party just causes destroys a lot of friendships. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yep. But no. like another a good accomplishment I had was getting a hundred percent scans and everything in Metroid Prime One and Two as well. You, Damn. You, know, you know what else is the one that made me salty as a person? What? The Chuckster stages, or Chuckster stage in Mario Sunshine. Fuck also, that stage. What is so bad about them? Uh, they throw, you try to angle it right, but they throw you off the fucking map. Uh, I can't even remember that stage. I much, it's in the, the fucking Pianta Village. And you have to get to it just to get the shine without flood either. And yeah, they they have to chuck you, and it's like, oh, we overshot you, you died, or hey, you hit a wall. Oh, what's that? You got you fell through the platform. Well, fuck you. Uh, the hardest thing that I had to go through with Sunshine was just getting all the damn blue coins. I never did that. <laughs> Because I didn't care about collecting things as a kid. Oh, there was that one stage too that really pissed me off, where you had to like uh, steer the like the leaf like a leaf as a boat, and you're on like a poison water sort of thing. So you had to drive the leaf and get the red coins. Oh, another one, the pachinko machine. Oh, fuck that! <laughs> fuck you, Konami. Fuck you. Hey, hey it wasn't Konami. No, well, what was said though is like you try to do the fucking thing and it will throw you off the edge. I'm blaming Konami you. anyway. <laughs> fuck Konami. Hashtag fuck Konami. Yeah. I couldn't think when I, back then, whenever I thought of Pachinko, all I could think of was the price is right. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think I can find the appropriate sound for that. I've got a really dumb one. 
in regards to like GameCube memories because um I fell for the old internet rumor that you could unlock Sonic the Hedgehog in Super Smash Brothers Melee because I was a dumb kid. Did and I think what's up? Wasn't it the rumor like you had to beat like brutal melee like a hundred times or something? I think it was you had to beat a hundred man melee on brutal and then you had to shoot all the names in the credits. And I did that and it didn't unlock Sonic and I was just like, Oh well, I'm a I'm a disappointed child now. Oh, uh, like were you were you the were you the kind of child who tried to unlock the Triforce in Ocarina of Time too? <laughs> I was wait, a very, wait. very dumb kid. Wait, you you were a dumb kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sums up my experience trying to unlock Sonic the Hedgehog. I think Tails was included in that too. I don't know why I fell for that rumor. There was, also, there was also that rumor that if you beat like Resident Evil 2 like under two hours, you would unlock Akuma. No, fuck no. I mean, even I didn't believe that shit. Best game rumors, man. Yeah. Off, Mortal Kombat had the worst entirety. ones. Yeah, off or... topic, but you know, it's fun. No, 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 or, no. or or you know that if you beat Ocarina of Time in the, the speed run, you get laid. I'm so like it literally pops out of the cartridge and comes to the I'm glad I'm not a stupid kid because this kind of reminds me of an off off topic thing where in in RuneScape you had people saying free armor trimming in the wilderness and, the wil and in the wilderness PvP was on so you could just kill you and take your shit. Oh, we would just uh, take it from them, wait 10 seconds, then log out and say, see you, nerd. Man, I'm, I'm glad that the only rumors I fell for was trying to get to that fucking truck at the SSN in Pokemon Blue. Yes. Hoping to get Mew or Togepi or Peekaboo or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like Pokemon Blue. Yeah. Pokemon Sun and Moon, bitch. All right, so we can do our outros here. So, Mr. Martin, lead off with the outros, please. All right, sure. You can find me on YouTube.com slash PsychoRender, Twitter.com slash PsychoRender, Twitch slash PsychoRender, and you can it. find me on... Uh, you can also find me on uh, the uh, uh, Infredamo Syndicate. Th you know? Thank you, thank you, you Mr. Also, Roboto. You can also... You can also follow my new Shadow Renegade operative. Domo Origato, <laughs> motherfucker, and it is not. So, my channel is Renegade Operative, and you can find me on Twitter at RenOperative underscore. And X videos. Yeah, and X videos, too. If you want to see some BBC, X there you go. X, you mean Pornhub. X, yeah. videos, X videos, Pornhub, RedTube, you name it. X hamster. Don't fuck out. <laughs> Next up, Mr. Hades Manticore. Um, I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash videogamesho. I'm on Twitter, Hades underscore Manticore. I also have an Ask FM if you ever want to ask me questions for whatever reason. But yeah, that's me. I almost thought you said, I thought you said, I almost thought you said Manty Whore. I don't know, I'm half a fucking sleep. Come on, plug yourself. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Kamasu. All right, drill, plug yourself. The only, well, the only thing you can really find me on is Twitter at drill at seven seven seven. Yes, Mister Drill Beat. All right, let's see here. Levy, plug yourself. I don't swing that way, sir. <laughs> We're not talking Maybe. about that way. <laughs> But plug yourself. Knucklehead. See, now he's talking about that <laughs> way. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. 
starts with the porn sites and then comes you, you see you see i'm a, i'm a bad influence on these poor individuals yes my, you are. Cha- my channel is bootyoverlord.com <laughs> <laughs> no no it's like Josh man everywhere from twitter facebook youtube Everywhere you'll find. You also me goes by by uh, Story sixty nine. You can find me <laughs> too. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. That is Thought Destroyer. <laughs> Big on. I pull, I pull up my bazooka and blow them away. Oh my God. All right. So hope you crazy people enjoyed this crazy podcast, and Woo. we will see you guys later. Take care. I'm gonna I'm gonna crash Bandicoot out of here. I, I'm gonna. Wow. I'm gonna go fucking out, bitch. What the fuck?